Welcome to the TLT Movement Podcast, a podcast for tomorrow's leaders today. The episode that you're about to listen to was recorded last year in front of a live audience at our annual conference, TLTCon, previously known as Identify Impact. In this episode, my wife Elise and I talk about how freedom of speech is important and what you can actively do every single day to improve your public speaking and social speaking skills. If you enjoy this episode, you might want to consider coming to our conference this July in Southern Florida. You can go to tltmovement.com or click the link down in the description. Hope to see you there, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Anything challenging is going to be hard. So what? Hard could be the new fun. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Who's going to carry the boats? Endeavor to persevere. If you want to be a good leader, you have to understand human nature. I never look back at that. It distracts from the now. Well, that's a great intro song, right, guys? All right, so today we're going to talk about listening. All right. But we're going to also talk about speaking. Yeah. Speaking, more importantly, the freedom of speech. The free- <laughs> the, okay. <laughs> on three. One, two, three. The, the freedom, freedom of, of speech. speech. You know what, guys? It's not always in synchronicity like that. And that's okay. That's what makes us free. All right. Yeah, sometimes we're <laughs> all saying things that are a little different. But and that's okay. That, yes, that is okay. <laughs> So I've been a I'm I'm a bit of a history buff and I I really enjoy American history because we are yes. a very unique country here. We're uh, to my knowledge one of the only countries in the world with the we're the only country in the world with the First Amendment and that is the freedom of speech. I don't know if you've ever heard the First Amendment before. Our forefathers, which consisted of seven people, seven people that wrote yeah. the the law of the land that now rules over not rules over, but is inhabited by 350 million people. Seven people did that. And there's like, what, 40 of us in this room? Guys, we could change the world. They wrote, Congress shall make no laws regarding the establishment of, rel- of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right for people to peacefully assemble. Now, the importance in that is that a lot of people, like what's you, what we want to touch on is the uniqueness of the opportunity to have free speech in America in the sense that the United Nations, the world has come together to say it's important to have free speech as a human right. Everybody needs, voice needs to be heard. The unique thing about that First Amendment, though, under our country is that you have all freedom. It immediately says the government cannot intervene to censor or do anything to to take that right away from you. So, so throughout the world there is freedom of speech, but there's such thing extent. as hate speech. Yeah, hate speech is is banned in a lot of countries, and they get to decide what is hateful. Um, now, a lot of people, especially our age, are are advocating for this. They think that we should ban certain hate speech and even jail or prosecute these people who say these certain slurs toward people. But the slippery slope that comes with it is if you just think four y- years ahead, if you put in the hate speech laws now, who's going to be in control 
next. Because now they have the power to control what you say and what you don't say. And so what's hate speech now in four years, maybe we get a president who is super Christian and he decides that if you take the Lord's name in vain, that's hate speech. Yeah. Because it's, it's hateful toward God. Yeah. So now like a simple saying like OMG is now hate speech. That's taking the Lord's name in vain. You can't do that. That's it. That's an illegal act. So basically putting limitations on the way we say things, what we want to put more context on is the openness of dialogue and the importance of everything that you have to say is important in protecting good ideas and saying good things instead of banning what should be said and saying and shutting people down. And this doesn't even have to be necessarily hate speech. Maybe it's just a a point of view that you don't like and you don't really want to hear it instead of shutting those people down and distancing yourself from saying, I don't even want to hear this. Opening that dialogue to listen to somebody and hear what they have to say that allows for an open dialogue where then you have the freedom to tell someone, I don't like that idea, but elaborate. And it can give you the benefit of either growing your perspective and growing your outlook on something, or it's it's gonna give you at least a way to really form a, maybe a respect of some sort that you didn't have for the person in the beginning, but allowing for that open dialogue, that freedom of everybody to to say what they feel um, and what they think, you know, that opens up a, a better environment, I guess. Absolutely. For, and, you know, with the freedom to say anything you want comes with a lot of power. It comes with a lot of responsibility. It comes with a lot of responsibility as well yes. to say the right things. That's what I like about this country so much is when anybody can say anything you they want, they speak their minds. And so you get to kind of look in what's going on in there. Because if it's something hateful and something ugly – we can recognize that and we can recognize that in that person and speak to them in a way that makes them feel like, hey, maybe that's a bad idea that's rooting around in my head. And uh, it, it, I just find it beautiful, but it's it's a weird kind of beauty because it's also the it's the most beautiful part of our society, but at the same time, the most ugly. Yeah, because people can say some really horrible things. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that to be able to say whatever you want, you have to know that other people get to say whatever they want, but you can form these ideas where you can create a change. Because if you, for instance, if you're talking about something that you maybe don't like and that you're wanting to change, and I know this week we've heard a lot from everybody about things, um, about changing your world, your world is going to collide with other people's worlds. All the time, all day all long. All the time. And, if, and so if we're able to listen to those people and get gain a better perspective and go, okay, what from you can I learn and take and, and grow myself and how can I help you grow? And then together, us changing our own worlds, we can change the world overall, but in a healthy manner, in an open and and truly impactful. And that's where listening comes into play. And that's why it's such, it, it plays such a crucial role in all of this. Cause if you're just talking all the time, you can't, you're, you're, you're blinded in a lot of spots and you're not going to be able to have the ultimately best opinion on things. If you're not listening to what other people have to say and extracting the good parts of 
of their beliefs because everybody has something to say and everybody has something to bring to the table that somebody else doesn't. And that's why, you know, we, 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 we got two ears and one mouth. We should be listening to people twice the amount of time as we're speaking at least. I know I catch myself a lot when somebody's sharing something with me. I'll, I'll be like in my brain going, mm -hmm, yes. And I'm like following them, but it's like, what can I add to this? Like, what am I, like me? And it's very egocentric. <laughs> How does this relate to and, me? <laughs> yeah, no, and, I, and, I'm, and, and it's in a way I wanna relate to people, but I allow that to creep in to the extent where I'm not really hearing them for what they have to say. I'm really just trying to get them to see what I have to say. So I like my next say, thing is like, well, yeah, I know that I've, and it's all I, I, I statements. And it's like, okay, but did you hear what they just said? Like ask them more questions. That's part of active listening where somebody asks you something and you're able to say, okay, can you elaborate on this? Or, and you're really focusing on the points that they're making and you know what they're bringing to the table and you're able to gain, and you're gaining for yourself. You're gaining knowledge for yourself, but you're not just focusing on yourself. You're allowing the person's um, perspective and their world, you know, to have input on you and to grow you into being the best version of yourself that you can be. Um, that's something that I work on daily, though, because I... Yeah, it's, it, it's a tough one, especially especially with us kids. Even even worse than that is jumping in and assuming that you know what they are going to say. Yeah. And and then even keeping that assumption of what they were going to say in your mind as they're actually explaining, by the end of it, you don't even hear what they were saying. Yeah. Because you were like, oh, I, I already know how you think because you because you look like this or because you dress like that or because you ha have this income bracket. It, yeah. It's, so, <laughs> it's just been so crazy this past year, guys, with doing it all over online too. Online is literally the worst way to communicate that we've ever invented so especially far. when you're restricted by like i think twitter kind of expanded there but it was like 40 characters like and then they opened it to yeah. like 140 and we're able to like spew and like put something out and it's like did you really develop that thought all the way through or did you develop to 140 characters and then everybody's like okay in that 140 characters this is what i think you mean and so i'm gonna assume that i'm gonna develop your argument further and put that <laughs> on you and say no you're wrong because basically what you're saying in that short little is is this and I don't like this and, and then we're commenting back and I, I think it it leads to just attacking and, and not listening to people at all not at all no it's it's not a way to listen to people and uh, I don't know about you I haven't had Twitter for like years year, years yeah, now because it, it's dead yeah it's gone is it I mean, not really. The majority of the <laughs> so many people are on <laughs> it. But you can, I don't know. I always try to in, encourage people to get off social media as much as possible because it's, have real live dialogue. Because when you're with somebody, you can give them your time. You're with somebody in person or even phone calls. Like older generations really get the heat of it when people are like, oh, I have to call you and talk to you. Like, that's tough. Like, but I don't even know if it's just ordering. <laughs> is it an interview? To, is no, it a job interview? No, is it <laughs> I, I used to get really caught up on like ordering food. And, but you think about how many times I've postmated stuff and it's wrong. And I'm like, if I had just called the restaurant and told them what I wanted, I would have more confidence in the person on the other end getting my order right. That's like a very small niche. That is niche example <laughs> of how dialogue is important. But think about when we're talking about th 
points that can really shape our communities, points that can really change the way we do things in our world, that's when it's important. Like having that mentality of I I can speak and developing speaking skills. The more you talk to people, the more you present your physical self in front of somebody, the better you will become, especially when you're speaking with somebody and they say, elaborate on that. I don't like that point. What do you mean by that? You're like, oh, oh, maybe I have I got to think on the fly here. Maybe I haven't <laughs> even thought about this. And then you're able to say, well, you know, and it's okay to be like, I haven't really thought it through that much what is your take? And then you can listen and, and gain from that person, you know, maybe a better understanding and, and grow from that. But being presenting yourself in front of as many people in human contact, that's why I feel like this year's just been so difficult. Social, social especially interaction. For, especially for you young kids in the room. I feel so awful for you guys and just how you guys have, when, when you're alive as long as, let's say, 12 or 13 years old, your life this past year is one twelfth of your life. Well, for me, it's one twenty second. It's like it's like I've lived double the amount of time, and so it was it was shorter for me. But it's been such a hard thing for you guys, especially developing still still and like having to look at people's faces and like recognize facial communication because you know that communication and talking to somebody it's it's what. 10% actually what you're saying. Oh, and 90% and body of body language, yeah. facial uh, movement. I mean, and you guys missed out on a lot of that by being on Zoom all the time or by looking at everybody around you and you can't see half of their face. I mean, yeah, I, I body, body language is huge. I mean, I don't know how many times I've just texted somebody something and not known until I saw them in person that they've been harboring feelings for like a month. And I'm like, What's like, you seem different. Like, what's wrong? It's like, you like, made the text it like this, right? It's like, no, it's girl, like, no, 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 that's not. And then people are like, well, I use like the lowercase i because I'm trying to be so like, like they don't <laughs> use capital letters and like that kind of thing, the influence, or like, I don't use punctuation in text. The way you speak matters. And that's why learning public speaking and presenting yourself in front of a group in conquering fears like that can help you with inflection. I mean, I did theater for years and before you even got to get up on stage with a script, you had to do mark inflections and you would get one sentence and you'd write it six times and you would get to change the meaning of the sentence six times with just the inflections of where you're rising your voice at the end of the sentence, dropping your voice at the end of the sentence, making pauses with commas, what a dash or hyphen means in a sentence, Grammar and I love grammar. Like oh, I, oh, I know. I'm calling. <laughs> I call Danny out constantly. He says stuff, and I'm like, oh, that's not. That is not it. <laughs> you know, I. <laughs> but it, it, ma it matters because it creates a well-rounded individual, and it 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 that alone can get you so far in a conversation if you can present yourself in a really well-rounded way where you can speak clearly with diction and enunciation and confidence. Whether you have two differing opinions or not, that person is more likely to want to listen to you, to want to engage with you because they're like, okay, I'm working with something here, you know, and, and I'm, I'm making a human connection because people want to connect. You know, I wasn't planning on asking this. I was planning about talking to myself, but or talking about myself. And, oh. uh, <laughs> but I'm not because I want to ask you a question. Me a question? Yeah. Him a question? I mean, yeah, okay. you. Okay. you. Okay. How... 
do you find the right people to talk to? Because I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I have a lot of conversations with people that I leave the conversation with nothing. I gain nothing. I didn't even have to think during it. It was just so, it was like almost shallower than small talk. It's just like, how do you find those people to even have good conversations with? You put yourself out there. I mean, it's just like, it, it's you invest yourself and whether you gain something from it, you can plant seeds in people. I mean, you can leave bits where maybe they walk away from it and later that evening they're laying in bed and going, you know, that was like kind of odd. I've never had a conversation where somebody asked me multiple questions and I didn't really know how to respond. You know, it's 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 not always about gaining something from a conversation. If anything, it's it's trying to make that connection. And if somebody isn't engaged in it, I mean, then you move on. But I feel like you can always make an impact and leave something with somebody um, rather than always gaining. Um, but I mean, when you find somebody and, and, but you have to put yourself out there to even get the opportunity. So what you're saying is talk to as many people as yeah, you can. Yeah, talk to as many people as you can because you can't, un you, you never know what's in somebody's brain. I mean, and that getting to meet everybody here at the intensive is awesome, but you never know who you're gonna meet in the world. And so as many people as you can come into contact with and approach and have a conversation with, you're going to impact them and they could have the opportunity to impact you. And that could change your world and it could change their world and it could change the world. Change the world, everybody. Who, that's who, what we're all who, about. who likes the sound of that? <laughs> wow, you guys, you guys have perked up. Wow, look at that. <laughs> oh, guys, please, I'm blushing. You know, okay. when I was here a couple years ago, I don't know if any uh, if, if the alumni were here during the beginning, but I have struggled my entire life with a speech impediment that causes me to trip up on my words and repeat certain syllables and stuff like that. It's a stutter. And it's a very real thing that I have no control over, had no control over. And it's, it's I mean, I went through everything. I got my tongue cut right, right down here. I've done speech therapy. I've gotten hypnotized. I've gotten people yeah. praying over me. I've, I've done so much stuff. What changed? Because I will say I've known Danny since fifth grade. And when I knew him in fifth grade, it was like, it was like, and I'm not <laughs> trying, hard. but like, it was, it was so yeah. bad. Like it was like, you had to have patience to have a conversation with him. And now I would come home every day crying, just being he, like, I can't talk. And it wasn't even people booing me. It was just me booing myself. It was yeah. like, I can't believe I can't get out these words that I want to say. And you know but what it, changed? Yeah, I was about to say, because it's changed. You know it's what's changed? changed? What's changed? Identify impact. Yeah. It has brought me up on stage. It's got me speaking to people. It, this idea, this concept that I got instilled in me when I first came of making yourself purposely uncomfortable. Yeah. has changed my life. I remember for years after I was 16, I don't do it so as uh, as much now because of the pandemic and all this not being able to interact, but I'd make a conscious effort every single day to do something that makes me wildly uncomfortable, socially. Like I, I would just go up to strangers and talk to them, homeless people, old people, kids, like anybody who I could just to kind of break out of that comfort zone, even if it was one person a day that... I didn't know that was like a big thing for me. And most of the time for years, it was like a stuttering conversation where I know they were walking away and just going like, what did he just say to me? Like, what, who was that? And <laughs> but that changed, that changed you. So I think that that's a great call to action that make your, take an opportunity to make your physical self, you, your own, you're doing it, make your physical self 
uncomfortable where you have to approach somebody and speak and share something. And that's what I love that you shared. And that. I, I personally, that's gonna, that's gonna bring change. When, 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 when I was their age, I mean, I, I would feel super. I would like it feel to my whole body. Yeah. Like, 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 yeah. It, like it hurt. You gotta physically. You've, you've gotta push yourself. But that's how you're gonna make the biggest change in your own little world, in your own little body, and somebody else. And so that's. And eventually, that's, the world. Yeah. That's All right, guys. Thank action. you. That's our yeah. show. We very much appreciate you. Have a ha, have a great day. Oh, wrong wrong one. Uh, so, uh, sorry, guys. Uh, all right, thank you so much. Have a okay. great day. <laughs> I was trying to make applause because you, you guys those. were not. Yeah, you I really do. Those. It's not good. <laughs>